Welcome to Doesn't Scream Must Be Free. This is an episode of Mr. Podcast Are You Free? With your hosts, Andrew McGuire and Beatrice Lopez. Welcome to another episode of Doesn't Scream Must Be Free. My name is Andrew McGuire. As always with me is my lovely wife, my co-host Beatrice Lopez. Hello, everybody. Hello. 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 Wie geht's? <laughs> Guten Tag. Nobody knows German, oh. silly. Hola, como esta? It's me, Dora. <laughs> I was just watching that show. Um, we are doing another episode of Mr. Podcast, Are You Free? And we are talking about Season 3, Episode 4, Cold Store. Yes. Yeah. So I thought this was going to be, just from the title, I thought it was going to be an episode where the heating in the store was broken. I know. I feel like that's happened before. Yeah. The f- the fuel, like, and then fuel they Fuel crisis, all, yeah. Yeah. And they, uh, <laughs> they tore down the warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> they tore down the warehouse to burn it down for the fuel. Yeah. <laughs> He's not a very good business person. No. Um, Mr. Mash and the cleaning crew are cleaning the uh, the mannequins for the day. Yes. You hardly ever see the other people. Yeah. They, they're there early. So they're, I don't know, probably like 830. Because mm-hmm. the morning shift usually arrives around 9. It's supposed to and, arrive around 9. Yeah. Um and one of the mannequins that he's cleaning has hay all over it. Yeah, like literally I have no idea how that hay got there. Like did I was wondering if they just set up the mannequin, like they pulled it out of a crate like overnight and like put it up or something. I'm pretty sure it was just to set up the joke where he uh uses a vacuum to uh suck out her underwear. Yeah. Yeah. It was a very it was a very uh interesting setup because it, again it was like, oh, I don't know. Doesn't set doesn't setup doesn't make any sense, but Mr. Lucas comes in early, and they're like, oh, my God, you're here early, uh, Mr. Mass says. And he's like, "Um, well, yeah, I'm only here early because I'm not staying. i got to tell them I have a cold and I have to go back to bed. So the only time he comes in early is to say that he's not coming in. Yep. And I was like, he didn't just call? Yeah, he could have just called and faked a cough or something. Could have, except... Apparently, in 1970, <gasps> the average, uh, only about 35% of households in the United Kingdom had telephones. Oh, yeah, he definitely could not afford a phone. Yeah, I was going to say, like, we, we know that he lives with his mom and is not well off, so definitely. But he wants to go home sick, quotes, because he has a lady friend waiting for him. It's weird because he calls her a bird. Yeah, that's just, I think that's just that's the their slang. slang. Of the I know. Yeah. Still, I don't like him. I don't like his use <laughs> of the word bird. Yeah. But if he lives with his mom, like, where's his mom? And why is this bird, quote unquote, there? Doesn't she know he has a job? Yeah, like, I guess he's meeting her, and then, and I guess, you know, it's not, we're so spoiled right now that it would just be like a text. But, like, even just a, like, simple phone call is not really, I guess, in the cards either. Just be like, oh, I, I couldn't get out of work. Wow. And so it's kind of funny. Like, 
Carrier pigeon? How did you make plans back then? <laughs> like, had to like sell a, like send a friggin' um. Smoke signals or yeah, something? Yeah. Uh, I don't even know. Like, you know, I'll meet you on the fortnight. <laughs> I uh, know. Do they even have watches? Well, they had watches. Um, the only fun fact I know about watches is that wrist watches are, would you agree, considered a ma- more masculine um, accessory now? I, I mean, suppose could, it was a time, maybe, but I thought that they had uh, the pocket watch. They had the pocket watch, and uh, women wore wrist watches. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Like, it's it's kind of interesting we think about that now. I I don't necessarily think women don't wear wristwatches, but it's usually, in my mind, more of a masculine thing to wear it's a wristwatch. It's so bulky, and now your phone has the time, so what's the point? Right. I, I, I wear mine on, like, very rare, like, more formal type occasions than just every day. Um, and I think there's a lot of uh, fashions that kind of switched that way. Mm-hmm. Like, tights used to be guy things, and now they're... Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, Mr. Humphreys comes struggling down the stairs from the elevator. Yeah, he's all contorted because he did a yoga thing wrong. Yeah, he was doing yoga, um, I guess, on the television. They were doing yoga, and he was going along with it, and then... Just in case there was one he didn't know. Yeah, and apparently there was, and he sprained his back. Yeah, why would you do that right before work? Mm. Mm. So, Mr. Humphreys, not very smart. <laughs> so he's injured. Mr. Lucas isn't sick, but is trying to pretend he is. Then Mr. Granger comes in. And Mr. Lucas, like, beelines for him, just like, just ready to tell him, oh, I'm sick, I have to go home. Yeah, and he's like, if you want to have a conversation, you have to have it through the door. I'm having gastric uh, issues. He has diarrhea. He yeah, so apparently he has that a lot because everybody knows about it. Mm. But apparently today it's really bad because he just, like, his entire bit, the entire episode is to come in, be there for about a minute, then run back out. Yep. Uh, Mrs. Slocum is denying that she has a cold when she comes I mean, she came in, like, she seemed all right. She seemed okay, but that's because she's been, she's been drinking since that morning. Oh. Like, she, like hot toddies. Yeah. <laughs> well, she um, says she made uh, her Rice Krispies with uh, rum and milk that morning. Brandy and milk that morning. I thought everybody did. Oh, yeah. Well, you know us. All the alcohol we have. Snap, crackle, pop. Yeah. He says, um, snap, crackle, burp is the joke oh, he makes about it. Oh, I distinctly thought I heard pop. Yeah. I think it's because it's such, like... An iconic phrase. I didn't even know that that had been their phrase for like that long. It's been so, a long time. So they they kind of nailed down their marketing and they're like, yeah, that's what we're going to be doing forever. I think one of the ever. food scientists heard the crackling. Yeah. And they were like, snap, crackle, pop. Mm-hmm. And there's like, wow, that's a slogan. Yeah. Um, I think it's funny because their big thing is like the sound of the cereal. Mm-hmm. And I don't really like the taste of it. It's not that great. Not that great. It's just good for marshmallow molding. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. I love Rice Krispie squares. Mm. Um, uh, Miss Brahms. So, so Mr. Granger has diarrhea. Yep. Mr. Lucas is trying to pretend he's sick. 
Mr. Humphreys has injured himself. Yeah, his back is all out. Mrs. Slocum is getting sick She's and trying to ward sick. it off with alcohol. And Mrs. Brahms just got injections and is trying to avoid getting sick because if she gets sick, she'll have to take the shots again. After I'm pretty sure it's like flu vaccinations or yeah, something. Yeah, she got flu vaccines, um, but she can't get sick for a week. Exactly. And then it'll take effect, I guess. Yes. Um, Otherwise, if she does, she's going to have to get those shots again. Yeah. And she can't because it was taken down there. Mm-hmm. So and one of the bus. first things she does is put on a mask and social distances. She stays away from yes. people. Yes. She says to Mr. Lucas, I won't have any trouble keeping my distance from you. Yeah. Because he's, again, trying to play Very up that relevant. he's sick. Yeah. Trying to play up that he's getting, or that he is sick. He's like, oh, well, you better stay away from me then because I'm, you know, I'm sick. And she's yeah, like, sick in the head. Yeah, and she, that's what she says, you know, I'd stay away. Um, Mr. Mash decides to try to help Mr. Lucas go home early by telling him the secret to pretending you're sick is putting soap under your tongue and an onion under your arm. Obviously, disclaimer, this doesn't work. It's funny. I couldn't find the soap thing. I couldn't find it. I Put the onion under the arm? Yeah. So what it happens is it's it doesn't raise your fever technically, but the skin under your arm, because it's never really exposed, is very fragile. And onions are irritants. That's why your eye waters when you cut them. Yeah. And that goes in goes through if you like put it under your arm, it goes into your bloodstream and like your body reacts like it has a temperature because it's trying to get rid of it. It's like, there's something here not supposed to be. Oh. Well, so, I uh, still suggest not doing that. Oh, probably not. Um, again, I couldn't find the soap thing, but I did find that it's about 40% effective, uh, effective about 40% of the time is if you put a penny under your tongue because the copper is the same thing. Oh. So... But don't do that. Don't do that. No. Especially not with a penny. Nope. Ugh. Like everyone that's touched it. Like, like just pretending to be sick, you probably would get sick. Yeah, and all those people who've touched that penny. <clears throat> put that penny in their pocket, stepped on the penny, then gave it to somebody else, and they put it in their pocket. They didn't wash their hands. They touched many things. Yep. Ugh. Uh, pennies, pennies, pennies. Um, so she, uh, let's see. So they're trying to sell a dress to this woman mm -hmm. who does not want the dress. And then Miss Slocum, like, basically forces her to buy it. Yeah, because she, uh, cuts two holes in the sides. She rips it while she's wearing it. Yeah, she literally ripped, like, it was expertly done, even yeah. though she was drunk. Yeah. She took two, like, Hanging uh, yeah. threads and just yeah. pulled on them. Yep. Yeah. The alterations are done, is what she said. The alterations are started. Yep. And so she can't change her mind now. And she tries to sell her a hat. She was wearing a hat. Yeah. Well, I think the customers are sick of her. Yeah. She's like, I don't want any of this. Um, so she's like, oh, if you could just change that then. Um, yeah, she does get progressively drunker throughout the episode. Yep. And Miss Brahms is like, I need to get away from you because she sneezes and she's like, you are sick. And she said, like, she tells her off. She's like, well, you either have to go or I'm going. One of us is going home. 
Yeah. And she's like, if, I, if you're going to take that tone, then I'm going to go tell Captain Peacock. So she's social distancing, staying away from... And she's being people. ostracized for yeah. her choices to yep. remain safe. Yep. And she also says she'll go home and self-quarantine to not yep. get sick. Mm-hmm. So relevant. It's a awkwardly relevant episode. Yeah. But I would say... <laughs> she does acquire some kind of white sheet and attaches it to her face. It's like a bra or something. I don't know I don't, if it's a bra I or don't think apron. It's a bra. Or it, she gets it from the department somewhere. Yeah. Or she cuts one out of something. It's like a handkerchief. Yeah. Um, and even uh, Captain Peacock's like got a handkerchief over his face when he's talking about Yeah, because, soldier. you know, everybody knows. She specifically said... I'm wearing this so that your germs don't go up my nose. Yeah. And she says, if you're wearing that, you'll go up my nose or something like that. Yeah. Just drunk, like, yeah, come back. Yeah, just, like, drunk. So Captain Peacock's... Mm, so um, sad. Yeah. Captain Peacock's solution is to have Mr. Lucas, who is already sick... Might as well work with Mrs. Slocum, who is also sick. Yeah. He's like, oh, well, she won't want to work with me. She'll get double cold. It really would be best if you just sent me home. And he's like, you're not going home. He's like, he's like, behave yourself over there. He's like, you can't trust me, too. He goes, I know I can't, but just do what you're told. <laughs> Mrs. Slocum doesn't even want him there. No, and he's like, fine, just keep him only on hats and gloves and scarves. like Because there's not much you can... Yeah, because there are a lot of personal items, is what she says. And then uh, Mrs. Uh, well, Miss Brahms gets sent over to help Mr. Humphreys. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, because Mr. Granger is not going to be of any help. Right. Uh, at one point... Let's see. John, uh, da, da, da. Oh, so he goes over, and he's kind of just standing at the counter waiting for a customer or whatever. And then Mr. Mash is like, oh, you're still here? He's like, yeah. He's like, the onion didn't work. And he's like, you didn't peel it. It's like, well, I didn't know you had to peel it. He's like, what kind of idiot doesn't peel it? And he, oh, right. And he had scared off a customer because he was trying to do the soap trick and he had to swallow the soap. Well, that's because Mr. Peacock never turned around to see him. Yeah, foaming at the mouth. He was foaming at the mouth, but the customer did and ran off as quick as he could. Yep. And he was going to buy a lot of stuff. There was a lot of things. He had a whole list of things he was going to buy. Like, so he missed out on a big commission. commission. Yep. Socks, a uh, scarf, a that jacket. That would have been so super easy. There's no alterations yep. required for like socks or the scarves. Yep. And obviously Mr. Granger wasn't going to get any of those commissions. And Mr. Humphreys mm-hmm. would probably have just ignored it because yep. of his back hurting. Right. And then there's like a weird non sequitur where they talk about the fact that Mr. Lucas can get a bra off in uh, eight seconds. Yeah, it was weird. And also a horrible joke about him. Because he shows Mr. Mash with a mannequin and gets the mannequin's bra off in six seconds. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, that was only six seconds. And he's like, yeah, well, she wasn't struggling. Yeah. He added on the two seconds for struggling person. Yeah. Cringy. Yeah. Yeah, nope. We all know Mr. Lucas is not a good person. Mm -hmm. And then an older customer comes in. Mm -hmm. um, And she is 
definitely into Mr. Lucas. Yeah, she's totally into him because she's totally like, she like juts out her chest. Yeah, she sticks out her derriere. Yeah, like basically she comes in for like just wants to get it slightly altered, but then she likes him touching her, so she just makes up excuses for him to touch her in different ways. Yeah. Um, and then at one point he like literally. He's like putting the chalk line on her, like yeah, where and then she gonna, laughs, uh, yeah, so much, yeah, and then she's like, "Oh, there's even room to get your hand down the skirt. Look, and like, has and then he him. has him put his hand in her skirt, yeah, and he drops his chalk. Yep, and then of course this is when Miss Slocum walks in, yeah. and sees him with his hand down her skirt, and she's like. Having a the time of her life. Yep. And he's like, I got to get that chalk back. They're going to charge me if I don't account for it. And um, But he explains that he's trying to get it out of her derriere. Yeah, I think it's in her secondary derriere. And Miss Logan, like, pulls him off her and then pulls her over to, like, talk at the counter. And the customer grabs Mr. Lucas by the hand and drags him because over Because she has yeah. chosen him personally to do any alterations and bring them to her house, I guess. Oh, uh, no, no. He, yeah, she's trying to get him to her house. She's yeah. like, I live in London and, like, keeps looking at him. Yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, cool. Meanwhile, he's trying to be sick so he can go home. Yeah. Honestly, though, he should have wanted to be closer to Mrs. Slocum so he could catch an actual cold. Well, that's not the point from to actually be in bed sick. He wants to be in bed with the woman that he has. Well, any way to get home. <laughs> I mean, he was willing to... Oh, that's far ahead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not that far ahead. Oh, uh, yeah, it's not that far ahead. It's a little bit... I mean, we can talk about it now. Okay, so Mr. Mash offers another idea of, oh, let me just, like, spill something on the top stair and nonchalantly yell out, oh, I hope no one slips on this. And then he casually walks over and slips and falls down the stairs like he almost broke his neck. Yeah, because uh, Mr. Well, Mr. Lucas isn't into this idea. He's like, oh, dear, 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 look what I've done. I spilled slippery polish all over this floor. Hopefully someone doesn't fall. And he walks. He's like staring at Mr. Lucas, and Mr. Lucas like smiles and nods. And he's like, he walks down a few steps. He's like, oh, dear, 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 someone could break their leg or at least injure themselves enough to have to go home. <laughs> and he kind of like nods again. He's like, yeah, okay, I get it. And he walks over and he's like, am I being too subtle for you? <laughs> he's like, no, you're not being subtle. And that's when, yeah, he falls. Um, yeah, it did not look pretty, the way he fell. Yeah. Everybody, like, jumped up and went over to him. Yeah, they were, he, like, talking about calling the the ambulance. Hmm. I mean, he committed to that. He went down those stairs. Felt like um, like that time that I fell off the stage at Shakespeare. Oh, and, I don't remember that. Yeah, when we were doing it in one of the vineyards, like it wasn't. It was one of those audiences that wasn't giving us too much. Like we were being really funny, but they weren't really doing much. So yeah. I decided I needed to amp it up, and I stumble out drunk. Oh, and I like literally went off the stage on purpose and like face plant and just go oh. did they <laughs> and, laugh at that yeah they did 
I think they were la- might have been laughing at the reactions because the other actors on stage didn't know I was going to do that. <laughs> I must have been behind the stage. Yeah, at you were that off stage. Yeah, I was off stage. Hmm. That was a fun time. Oh, the laughter. Um, I was just thinking I like do a Monday through Friday like nine to five. I in theory could like actually try out for one of those again. Yeah, you could. Hmm. Um, been a while. Let's see. Uh, so yeah, I mean that's that's towards the end of it. Um, so uh, we'll talk about that, and then I guess we'll backtrack a little bit. But Mrs. Slocum, in the meantime, like has been getting drunk. Yeah, like, she's just been drinking straight up the peppermint schnapps or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And so he falls. She comes over and is like, oh, poor Mr. Lucas. And then Mr. Rumble comes in. He's like, in. I heard a scream. Is everything all right? He's like, oh, yeah, he fell and, and sprained his leg. He, they, Mr. Bass says he broke his leg. And then he's like, no, no, I just sprained it. I just need to go home. Because he was going to suggest calling an ambulance. Mm-hmm. And then he's like walking up the stairs. I think he might have genuinely sprained an ankle. I don't know. Yeah, I think he did. Um, and then young Mr. Grace comes in in his wheelchair He's like, oh dear, what happened to Mr. Lucas? Why is he on the I know, you remembered his name, and he was very, very... It must have been one of his good days. Yeah, definitely, because we've seen him like talk to mannequins. Yeah, so. it's him on a good day. Yeah. Um, and he's like, oh dear, you know, you don't want to take um, any chances with ankles. Here, take my chair. And his then he, wheelchair. Yeah, his wheelchair. And then he like instructs his driver to drive him to the hospital and make yeah. sure he gets x- x-rays and stuff. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's actually pretty good. And I think Mr. Uh, uh, Captain Peacock rubs it in his face a little bit. He's like, see, with Mr. Grace, uh, you know, with Grace Brothers hospitality, <laughs> you know, all our pains can be forgiven. See, forgotten. now, does that happen at other places? Will the management be that accommodating? Oh yeah, that would definitely be, um, when I got injured at work, they, like I wasn't aware of how injured I was, um, but like as soon as they saw me, how injured I was, they like called an ambulance and I went got rushed to the hospital. Um, I'd been working on a fixture, and I was building it, and then part of it like fell and hit me in the head. Oh! And I thought I just bumped my head, rubbed my head, and I was like, "Ow!" Oh God! And then looked at my head, and I went, "Oh." That's not skin color. That's red. And I called my manager and they like immediately, like they saw me and immediately called 911. And I got rushed to the hospital. got like eight staples. I didn't have to get an x-ray or anything because I wasn't losing consciousness or anything like that. So it wasn't that bad. But yeah, no, that was, um, that was what happened there. Um, but he, so he gets sent to the hospital, and you know that that is, yeah. I I would say though, like they do they do this, and Superstore did it too when yes. when they got injured. They would never drive you. An employee would never drive you. They would call an ambulance. Oh, okay. Because in my job, I was driven by a coworker. Yeah, which is weird, I think. But like, it might be different. Just. I mean, it might be a cor- it might be corporate a corporate rules, structure yeah. thing, um, because it, it's a liability if if someone's injured in your car and you get in a crash or something. Now you're 
they're doubly liable. Yeah. Um, but he, so he it ends up with him going to the hospital anyway and not being able to go home. Yeah. Um, that poor girl will miss out on that date. With Mr. Lucas. She dodged a bullet there. Boo-hoo. So sad for her. Um, but in the meantime, so that, and that's where the episode ends, but I'm going to backtrack a little bit, uh, to Mr. Humphreys and Miss Brahms, like, working together. It's funny how little they know about each other's, like, departments. Yeah. she's like, what are these jokey shorts here for? I know. It's like jockey shorts. They're just, like, tidy whities basically. Um, he's like, jockey shorts. And she's like, where do handkerchiefs go? And he says they're under H for haberdashery. But she says it with such an accent that she thinks it starts with an A. She says, handkerchiefs, an A, right? And oh, wow. And he's like, no, H for haberdashery. I mean, to her credit, uh, Mr. Lucas is also just as flustered over in the other right. section. Right. Well, that's why I said, like, they're both sides, like, are... Although he does have a way with the bras. Yeah. Um... Then a customer comes in and he wants a pair of pants and Mr. Humphreys is able to measure his, his waist, waist. But not the inseam. inseam. Not the inseam because he can't bend over far enough. And he asks Miss Brahms to take care of it and she's like, no. That's not very ladylike. Yeah. And it's like, eh, I mean, nothing. It's just measuring your leg. I mean. I, I feel like she just feels uncomfortable. I mean, that's fair. Um I mean, it is fair for her to say no to that. It's not like she went to work knowing that she was going to have to do inseams on yeah. men's. Yeah, so they come to a compromise where she holds the tape measure, tape measure and he measures it by yelling, um, attention, like a soldier. Yeah. And the guy, like, literally, just by impulse, goes to the, the position, yeah. and he, like, smacks them in, like the balls with like an umbrella underneath yeah. and they, they're like oh that's where that is and he's like 32 yep. and they give him the pair of pants that's mm-hmm. right that's that's it I mean he ran away mm-hmm. I don't think he got those pants probably not but who knows I know I think they grabbed him um, but Mr. Granger at some point comes in and sees her there, and he's like, you need to get her back to our department. She's not supposed to be over here. And, uh, Mr. Humphreys is like, no, Captain Peacock, put her over here and put Mr. Lucas over there. And he's like, oh, I have to take care of this. So he goes, and he he's about to file a complaint. He's like, may I speak with you, Captain Peacock? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, I'd like to lodge a big complaint. And he's like, okay. And he's like, and then he has to run off again. <laughs> That was the big joke with him. He kept going into a room, and then he's about to say something, and then he has to run off to the bathroom. Yep. He asked Mr. Humphreys what happened to Mr. Lucas, <laughs> and he's telling him how he fell. Fell, and, and then Mr. Rumble came in and told him, off. Yeah. oh, <laughs> there was too much. I'll leave a note for you under the stall door. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's how it ends. That's the end. Any final thoughts? That Mrs. Slocum's hair is a kind of like a... It was supposed to be blue, but it's kind of faded. Mm-hmm. It's almost like she didn't have a chance to... That's further proof that she was sick or getting sick because she wasn't able to touch up her hair. Yeah, it has the roots showing a little bit. Um, I would like to see if... Because I, I noticed in this episode, but it might have just been a coincidence, if her hair matches an article of clothing that she's trying to sell. In oh! That episode. 
Because her hair matched that dress, like almost spot on. Yeah, it's true. And then she was selling that green hat, but I don't remember if that's the episode she had green hair. Ooh, it might have been. So I, I might like look for that going forward. I just realized that. Ooh, moment. that's mm-hmm. a good one. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the guy who would definitely be fired, Mr. Mash, because he could have killed Mr. Lucas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he could have broken his neck. Or anyone else who walked in while that was still on the floor. I mean, yeah, several customers could have easily met their fate. I don't really understand the setup of the store. Yeah, it's hard because of the way they film. Well, no, not even like that. I'm talking about why would you, like, how many buildings do you know that you get out of the elevator and then have to go up or downstairs? Like, why not just have the elevator at the floor level and get rid of the stairs? I guess because it... I think for filming, it's it's to add levels, so mm. it's not so flat. Mm. Yeah, that might be it. That would make sense. Yeah, add a little depth yeah. to the blocking. Maybe they just hate handicap people. Maybe they just hate people with wheelchairs. I don't know. I mean, uh, that's true. It could be that, but <laughs> I think they would have installed some sort of ramp. Ramp, yeah. Alrighty, well... I think that's all we have today. Yep. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DSMBFree. You can email us at DSMBFree at gmail.com. And you can follow B on TikTok at Beatriz Lopez 490 And it's spelled B-E-A-T-R-I-Z-L-O-P-E-Z 490. All right. Thank you, everyone. Goodbye. Bye.